This is a podcast from SPH Radio. What's up, world? Welcome back to the Learn Something Podcast with me, your boy Sean T, aka Big Tasty. And today, I have a big guest with me. He is a dear friend and also the godfather of Singapore fashion. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Boy. Woo! Hello. Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Oh my god, it's the first time you're on the podcast and I am very, very excited because we've known each other for quite a while and I would love to find out how you're doing. I've been doing great. You know, um, it's, it's been a long time and, and you know, Sean, we met over fashion, right? Yes. You, you were hosting um, the shows for us at Amber Lounge, Amber Fashion and all. So we met over fashion and, you know, no one's doing fashion shows now and all that. So it's, it's really great to reconnect over fashion. I can't wait for uh, live shows have been like zero at the moment but you know it's making a comeback and I can't wait to to actually see things move. <laughs> well I can't wait to see you back on stage again Sean it's it's been too long. Thank you, thank you. So today we're talking about the front row, which is Singapore's definitive virtual fashion festival. Now that's a lot of words. Can you help uh, put <laughs> meaning to these words for the people who are listening to you maybe for the first time? Well, you know, um, fashion shows have always been um, live. People come together, drink champagne, watch live models walking on a huge stage and all that. And of course, all that came crashing to the ground when COVID hit. But life goes on. Fashion goes on. People still need to shop. People still need to be entertained. People still need to see great content. So we thought, why not continue to do fashion shows, but put it on the digital realm? You know, people, yeah. musicians have been doing that. Theatre companies have been doing that. You have been doing that, Sean. So why yeah. not fashion, right? And, um, and uh, you know, I, I was inspired by all of you and including uh, the big show, you know. Who would ever <laughs> yes. thought that radio could, you could, we could put faces and watch you all in the studio and talking and all that. And all of this happened because of COVID. So why not fashion? So we started a virtual fashion festival. And um, we obviously did something right because we started to get attention around the world and people started to, um, to tune in. Our, our numbers last year were absolutely fantastic and someone called it the Definitive Virtual Fashion Festival. So we have claimed that, that term <laughs> as our own. <laughs> yes, I'll promote it for you as much as I can. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. You're a great friend, man. So it's called The Front Row. Tell us a little bit more about like the, the idea behind the festival. I know why it started and how it became about, but what yeah. can we expect from it? Any uh, like of your inspirations for this year's festival? Oh, wow. Okay, before I talk about that, I have to tell you a little bit about the history of, of our state of mind last year, you know, when yeah. we organized it. Because in 2020, like everyone else, when we were planning the festivals, everybody was panicking. You know, we, we didn't know what to expect. We were in a state of flux. We, everybody was, was pivoting. So we, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, playing Dear Abby la, to designers and creatives, you know, holding their hands. Oh, don't worry, everything will be fine, you know. <laughs> so that front row uh, was born out of that uncertainty, helping people pivot, putting people together, you know, because we are stronger as a community. So yep. now we've had one year to, to take stock of our lives, take stock of our businesses. We, we have learned lessons. So this year you would see a lot more confidence in our programming. You know, uh, I'm really excited about our programming this year. We, have, uh, we are stronger. I think we are a bit more assured. Um, I used the word confident. Um, you know, 
we've learned all about new technologies because anyone who knows me, including you, Sean, you know I'm a I'm a techno idiot. I know nothing about technology. You You're know, an um, adult. It's okay. I'm an adult. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I've I've spent the last year um learning from um techno geniuses. So the more you learn, knowledge is power. So we've mm-hmm. incorporated all these technologies. Um, into the front row of this version, uh, this this version of the front row, because you know that technology now is the norm rather than the exception, and True. we have to adapt. Yeah, so I I think we've got a stronger, more assured, more entertaining uh front row this year with great great content. I'm very proud of our content. Exactly, and that's what uh everybody wants and everybody craves right now, right? We want more yeah. content. We want to be entertained. Right. We're stuck yeah. at home. We want to watch something. We want to be a part <laughs> of something. And uh, I think the front row is a perfect, um, you know, thing that came about. Perfect festival that came about for us to you know get involved in. Thank you. And you know the great thing about the front row is you know when you're organizing a live show, you wonder who to put in the front row because True. there are only so many front row seats. Right, and then there's all this headache, and the people who are not in the front row will start quibbling and, and bitching and all that. Everyone has a seat in the front row now digitally, so everyone is like there. That. It's democratic, yeah. I like that. I like that. Very Thank nice. <laughs> Everybody's very equal. Everyone <laughs> feel yeah, like they yeah. the show. So tell us a little bit more about this year's show. Okay, let's start with the lineup because I'm really excited about the lineup. You know, um, we've got everything from ready to wear to bespoke. Uh, made to measure, you know, couture. Um, and that's intentional because I wanted people to know that shopping online is not just uh, confined to cheap and cheerful fast fashion. You know, everyone has, has pivoted online right now and there's a place for every sort of fashion. You know, um, uh, online shopping is no longer a bad word, just like digital is no longer a bad word for fashion. So some of the some of the designers we have on board, uh, we're shining the spotlight a lot on designers who have pivoted their businesses. One of whom is, for example, Celeste Toy. Celeste Toy is a Singaporean who got married, moved to Malaysia, started a bridal wear business. She's, uh, she's a huge star in Malaysia. And, you know, during COVID, no one got married. And yeah. people who got married did really, really small, intimate things. Uh, it wasn't big and flashy. So she's, she went from designing luxury bridal gowns to... Uh, ready to wear white shirts and, and white dresses, you know? And, and so people can still buy her clothes, wear them for weddings and wear them uh, on a daily basis, you know, uh, our international content. Uh, we, we, we wanted to also be a, a resource center for international designers of Asian descent mm. because I think that's been lacking, you know? Uh, us Asians don't have that voice for fashion. So we wanted the front row to be that voice. We've got uh, Michael Cinco, for instance. Michael Cinco is a really, really famous couturier from the Philippines. He's based in Dubai. He's dressed the likes of J-Lo, Beyonce and all. Wow. He's amazing. You know, and uh, we're very, very glad to have him aboard. He's, he's done some amazing runway shows for us, uh, which we can't wait to premiere. Sebastian Gunawan, who, who has also dressed Hollywood stars. She dressed uh, Leah Michelle from Glee. So we've got him on board as well. Uh, and uh, Cover Me Not, which is a swimwear label started by Indonesian celebrity model Kelly Tandiono. So wow. all these, uh, um, and a lot more international content. 
we also are tracking Singapore creatives who have moved overseas because you can't run away from us. We are very proud of our Singaporeans <laughs> who have done good overseas. So apart from Celeste Toy, we have uh, this label called Diva and Gabo, which was started by uh, an ex-Singapore model who got married, moved to Paris. And it's a ready-to-wear label, which we're shining the spotlight on. Jude Ng, Singaporean, who moved to Australia, who started his business, which is... And he, he believes in sustainability, uh, being a responsible fashion designer, which uh, is something that the front row uh, uh, celebrates as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, earlier I talked about how we all have to come together. We all have to, um, to support each other. So collaborations are very important to us. You know, we're featuring collaborations, some of which came about from last year's front row. You know, uh, designers who did not know each other met on the front row and this year they're collaborating. So I'm really, really happy to see that. Um, one of the collaborations that I'm really excited about, um, I believe you met Valerie Lim from mm. uh, Miss Universe. We're collaborating with Miss Universe. Yes. You know, uh, yeah, because um, uh, when she spoke to me about being their creative director, which I'm really, really proud and excited about, um, we said, how are we going to do a pageant when we can't do a huge gala event. So True. let's do it online and do it well. And uh, so we're going to be live streaming the finals of this Universe here on the front row. And uh, for the first time, we're going to do a unique Miss Universe crown. Made, oh. uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, a very sustainable crown. It's made from lab-grown diamonds by the Better Diamond. And we've got a jewelry designer. She's an icon, Marilyn Tan, who has designed the crown. And this crown is inspired by her, her, her mother-in-law's croissant. So oh. it's, it's got Puranakan elements and all that. We are, we are very excited about the crown. We can't wait to premiere that on the front row. Mm, this, uh, it sounds very local, very nice. I love it. It is, it is. You know, at the end of the day, we need, we need, um, we need to showcase our culture. We need to be proud of, of things that are Singaporean, you know. Um, yeah. Usually, uh, and I speak from experience, you have to be endorsed by a foreigner in order to be accepted by your own people. But we wanted to show that we have amazing things on our island. We've got great creatives. We've got very talented people. Celebrate them because people overseas are celebrating us. True. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you mentioned like the Better Diamond and stuff like that. So I feel like this year's uh, focus is also on being socially and environmentally responsible and sustainable and stuff like that. How are these issues relevant to our industry today? Oh, you know what, Sean? We all have to be so, so responsible now. I mean, this COVID is a huge wake-up call that we have been neglecting our environment. We've been, we've been, uh, we've been cruel and unfair and, and uh, very, very uh, irresponsible to Mother Earth. So this year, um, actually last year as well, it started last year, I started to do research on sustainability, inclusivity, uh, conscious consumption, which we are, which we are showcasing and, and highlighting this year. You know, this, this pandemic, like I said, has, has made it really, really, uh, uh, has made us realize that it's so important for us to care for the earth, mm. you know, um, and with ignored environmental issues. Labels are starting to realize that as well because fashion is one of the most wasteful industries on the face of this earth. You know, um, creating cotton, creating denim is so environmentally damaging. Myself, as a show producer, I, I, I never realized how 
wasteful I was, but you know, I'll build a huge set, build a huge stage. When the event is over, what do we do? We tear it down, we chuck all the wood away. Yeah. You know, how wasteful is that? So I think uh, we, it was a wake-up call for me, and I think it's a wake-up call for a lot of designers as well. And, and um, with the front row, I also wanted to show that uh, being responsible, being sustainable, is not just about upcycling or recycling. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, I have to be responsible, so I have to recycle my clothes. That is just a very, very small part. You know, if you get your raw materials from responsible sources like the Better Diamond, you know, um, or there's a there's a label in the front row called ITT Swim. All their fabrics are woven from like like um, discarded nylons and all that. Or we have a, a Korean back, Keely, a Korean back designer, Keely. Uh, he uses things like bamboo fabric. You know, these are and bamboo, as we know, grows really really fast. So yeah. it's it's one of the more um, uh, sustainable businesses, sustainable fabrics. It's about slow fashion bespoke, made to measure, rather than making so many items and keeping stock and then when you can't sell them, you destroy them. Sure. You know, it's about uh, seasonless fashions. You know, everybody talks about the circular economy. You want to buy things that you can wear five years down the road. You know, and you want to keep buying from the designer new pieces that will complement old pieces you know, and find yeah. new ways to wear it, right? Rather than um, and okay, I'm guilty of this as well. You buy new pieces and you chuck out old pieces because it doesn't match your new pieces. That is so, so unsustainable. Right? True, very wasteful, yes. It's very wasteful. And, you know, everyone's talking about being inclusive now. We also wanted to show that being inclusive is not just about uh, 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 colorblind casting. You know, I, I always believe in casting the right model for the role regardless of race, language or religion. Right, but being inclusive also involves casting models of different body shapes. True, because at the end of the day, you know what is an ideal shape? There is no ideal shape. It's everyone has an ideal shape. It's it's picking the right clothes for your for your body. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have uh, we're very proud to have discovered this girl called Alexis Cook. She was signed up by uh, by Now Model Management, and we are really amazed that Now Model Management signed her because. Nobody signs up plus size girls, you know, True. and, and they, they sign her on. She's gorgeous. I, I think she's Singapore's Yumi Nu, who is Sports Illustrated's first plus size Asian model. And she shot our campaign for the front row. We put her in a swimsuit. She was, she rocked the swimsuit. And now she's also shot campaigns for like Tria the Label and, and a few other wow. labels as well. So she's a new star and she's plus size, you know. In fact, you know, I shouldn't even be using the word plus size. What is plus size? She's curvy True. and celebrate. She's celebrating her curves. Yeah, know? she is who she is. Yes, <laughs> she is who she is. So you know, Daniel Boy, you are being politically incorrect. Plus, uh, <laughs> yeah, plus size is not the right word. Curve model yep. is the right word. Yeah, All and right. then we're also using older models because um, older people like me want to see our age demographic represented in fashion as well. True. We so want to be identified, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it, you, you don't stop wearing clothes after a certain age group, right? After, after you hit yeah. a certain age. In fact, you want to be able to buy clothes at, and look good no matter how old you are. Yeah. So we have like Max Tan using um, models that span different age demographics. We've got Olive Ankara that's using real models with real bodies in their show. So um, I'm very proud of the fact that the Fan Row is extremely, extremely inclusive. 
I love that. I love that. And I can't wait for, you know, things to, to open up again and can't wait for this to blow up and for everybody to hear about this as well. Uh, you mentioned earlier on, uh, as we wrap up today, uh, going digital, one of the new faces of your campaign is Ray as well, yes, uh, Singapore's right. top AI influencer. <laughs> How do you think fashion has evolved in terms of like, you know, the digital revolution and stuff? Oh my goodness. You know, um, I, I've said earlier that tech should not be considered a bad word. And honestly, technology, AI, and all these, they are so important looking forward. You know, um, we have, like it or not, we have to embrace the fact that technology would play a really, really big part in, in the fashion world. And um, you can have flesh and, blood, uh, flesh and blood models, but you can also have virtual models. And Ray ha- is so popular. Look at her, her Weibo following and all. She's mm. absolutely amazing. And I think that, um, is it going to take over from flesh and blood models? I don't think it's going to take over, but we can't deny the fact that, that, um, that virtual models are going to play a very important role in moving ahead. You know, and, and not just virtual models, but we are, we're doing virtual lookbooks. We're doing digital runway shows. Um, you know, and um, I do think people have to realize that, that it's part of our lives, whether we like it or not. And when we, when we start going back to uh, physical activities, shopping in, in physical stores and all that, we would also have that option of being able to shop online because yeah. God forbid, let me just find some wood to touch first. If, <laughs> um, if there's another lockdown, life continues. Life doesn't mm-hmm. have to come to a standstill for us. So I think moving ahead, the word hybrid is a very, very important part of everyone's language. I mean, likewise for you as well as a performer, you know, just because we have a lockdown doesn't mean life stops for you and you have done extremely well. You know, I have kept in touch with you even though we haven't met physically, you know? True. Yeah, it's been years. It's been years, yeah. But I think we've all done very well. We've all pivoted very well and um, part of the reason why we've pivoted well is because we've embraced technology. Yeah. I love that. That is the future and that is uh, what we're going into as well. Most definitely. Most definitely, yeah. And we can do it and still be a responsible citizen, responsible to our earth, you know, embracing things that are sustainable, embracing the circular economy. There is no one thing that we have to do. We have to do everything and we can do it. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we've been talking to the godfather of Singapore fashion, Daniel Boy. And, you know, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about tech, we talked about sustainability, we talked about the Miss Universe pageants and stuff. We talked about the front row. Tell us, where can we go if you want to find out more information about the front row? Well, the front row premieres on the 27th of August. Um, the, our, our website is thefrontrow.style. Okay, that's thefrontrow.style. Uh, you can also look us up on... Uh, our Instagram or TikTok accounts, which is also thefrontrow.style. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of stuff about uh, our designers, our labels, uh, behind the scenes, gossip, you know. Um, yeah, putting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's been so much fun putting this, this uh, festival together. And it's, we have embraced um, a Netflix model. So we're at zero 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 one hours on the 27th of August, log into the front row. You can binge watch the shows. You can nice. shop till you drop, you know, um, because we realize that people, people want to binge watch. You know, yeah. people, people love to watch fashion shows and binge watch shows and, and listen to our podcasts. And we've got 
great exhibitions that we are featuring, virtual exhibitions with photographers around the world and all. And this is one thing great that digital has, has, has done. It has brought us all together, even whilst there's a travel lockdown. You know, we can still get together, we can talk to people across the oceans and we can feature their work and we can collaborate even if we can't see each other physically. So I, I'm totally excited by it. I have totally, totally embraced digital, which you will never hear me say this word, <laughs> pre-COVID. <laughs> That's true. And speaking of which, I would love to collaborate with, uh, you know, the front row and everything and come up with some nice content from everybody. Most definitely. Oh my God, you read my mind as well because we, we were talking about collaborations just now. I, I really yeah. do want to collaborate with you because we used to do that, you know, before mm. COVID, yeah? except that the difference now is we don't need to actually see each other in order to create, uh, create great content. True. So um, True. Let's, let's work on that. Fantastic. And Daniel, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? Well, my, um, my Instagram handle is Daniel Boy. Uh, very easy. Um, I post a lot of stuff on uh, not just my work, but uh, my kids as well. I've got three yeah, kids yeah. of the four-legged variety. <laughs> um, and uh, if you want to know more about my dogs, my dogs have an Instagram account as well. Yeah, my dogs are more popular than I am. I'm just a maid who takes, uh, takes care of them. Yeah, but, but follow me on, on Instagram and you'll be able to... Um, find out not just about my work, but um, I'll be posting things about the front row as well, backstage um, shenanigans when we're shooting our runway shows, nice. working with the Miss Universe girls. What? what? Uh, yeah, they're amazing. I love them. I love our, our lineup this year. All right. We can't wait to experience the front row and everything else that you're doing. Thank you so much for your time, Dan. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I've had, I've had such a great time and it's so great to chat with you again. As always, thank you. Thanks. Learn Something with Sean Tupaz is a production of SPH Radio. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home.